run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's Tyson back for another Saturday episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about client communication, which is something that can make or break your law firm. Before I get into that, though, I do want to tell you about something special that Jim and I have put together, and that is maximum lawyer and minimum time. It is a roadmap for success for your law firm. And we give that to all of our guild members absolutely free whenever you join the guild. For our podcast listeners, we are going to give that to you for free. Uh, We're going to give stage one of Maximum Lawyer Minimum Time. It's broken into three stages. We're going to give you stage one absolutely free. All you have to do to get that is text stage one to 314-501-9260. Just text stage one to that number and you're going to get that absolutely free. All right, so let's jump in. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different where I'm going to talk about some of the tips, but I'm going to give you some action items that you can take after the episode to get things going. So I want to make sure that you're taking action. So the first thing I want to talk about is front end communication and front end education. What you want to do is you want to do everything you can to up front load a lot of the communications and educate your clients before they actually have the question. That way, there's not this constant need for them to call you in, call into your office and ask questions or send you emails or send you text messages, but you want to front end the communication. So you want to really plan out when you're going to communicate with them and what you're going to communicate with them. So for example, you can put together some, some guides, some FAQs, some short videos to answer most of your client's questions. You're not going to be able to get everything, but you're going to be able to get many of those things by keeping track, writing down the questions that you get on a regular basis, and then answering those questions. Your action steps are two things, right? The first thing I want you to do is I want you to create a plan for client onboarding. All right. And in that plan, I want you to put what you're going to deliver to them and how you're going to deliver it to them. And I'll give you an example. So we have a 10 day onboarding email sequence, right? And what, what they do is they, for 10 days, they get an email from us and text messages with a video from me. They're quick. I think the shortest one's about a minute. The longest one's about three minutes. And it's a really an explanation of all the questions that they might have. It's an answers to those questions and they get an email and a text a day for 10 days. And so we're front loading a lot of the education. And then the other thing I want you to do is I want you to just record. So you've got your plan. Okay. The the next thing I want you to do is I want you to record one video, just one video or one blog post or one pamphlet, whatever you want to do. If you're going to deliver it via mail, you're going to have create some sort of piece of material that you're going to mail out. If you're going to send it via email or text, create the copy for it. Okay. I want you to create the copy for it. So create your plan and then just create one copy for it. That way you can take one action step to move forward on this part of it. And then keep adding to it until you're completely done with it. But just the thing you want to do after this episode is start. I want you to start with something. The second thing, the the second tip that I want to talk about when it comes to client communication is something that I mentioned earlier, and that is track your team when it comes to their responsiveness and to their communication. Data is going to be your ally here. Okay. Keep tabs on your client communication scores and the firm responsiveness by team. So this data, it's going to allow you to spot any trends and then act accordingly. So 
recently I'd been looking at the client communication scores for our teams because one of the teams had seen a decline in their client communication scores recently. And that was a concern. So, and we've been tracking it by recently, I mean, like the last few months I was, and I was looking at it and I was you know, going to talk about in the CEO report that I do every week. It's a, it's a video that goes out to all of our employees that to let them know sort of like the status of the firm, what, what, you know, new cases, cases settled, things like that. And things that are on my mind and any, any other information that we deliver out to the team. And in this one, I, I had seen that the client communication scores for that team had gone up and all the scores had gone up quite a bit. And it was, and I was very happy about it. So I wanted to deliver those numbers to the team, but it's one of those things where if I had not been tracking this, we would not have been able to take those corrective actions over the last few months to then see those increases in scores. So you have to be able to track those scores in some way. And I'll, I'll talk about how we do it in a little bit, but it's, it's something that's really, really effective way of making sure that your clients uh, are getting the care, the, the service that they need. So your action items for this is, are to establish a scoring system. However you want to do it. We do it on a scale of one to 10, then create a, a way of delivering that to the clients. And I'm going to, I'm going to get to how we do it in a second. Now, that's the next thing I'm going to talk about, but you need to create your scoring system, figure out how you're going to deliver it. All right. So, all right. So the next thing we're going to talk about is the cares team that we have and what they do on a regular basis. So our cares team, they do check-in calls with clients every six weeks. And this is a really personalized touch that clients seem to really like. And it really allows us to get a lot of information because that's actually how we track those scores that I was talking about because we ask them to rate us. But the key part of these calls are to actually speak to the clients and check with them and see how they're doing. And that allows us to make sure that the case is on course, but it also just you know gives that client that ability to voice any concerns, let us know how things are going. And it's, it's a, just another touch point that we've added to the process. So I understand that, you know, not everyone's going to have a cares team, not everyone's going to have the staff to be able to do that. You might be at a smaller firm, uh, maybe have a, at an earlier stage. So you might be in stage one, you might be in stage two, you're not quite to a stage three firm, but if you're in stage one, that's fine. I'm going to get to the, this is where I'm gonna get to the next thing where you can still build in to those, build in those touch points which it's the, the next thing I'm going to talk about. And that's milestone calls. So something that we have incorporated at our firm are milestone calls. And these are regular phone calls that we have scheduled throughout the case, because the reality is, is that many people suffer when it comes to client communication, because it's not scheduled. If it's not on the calendar, you're not going to do it. And so you forget about it. Yeah. You might look at a file, but that doesn't mean you're going to automatically call that client. So what we've done is we built into these milestone calls where you know we call them, you know, one of them is a fact finding call, another is, another one's an in injury impact call. Uh, during litigation, we've got like a deposition call, you know, things like that that we've gotten built into the process. It's baked in, right? They get a task to do it. The receptionist gets a task to schedule the call. All right, so the, it's all baked into the process. And so if you can bake in these milestone calls into the process, it's going to allow it so that it does. You don't forget about it. It's a it's a really really easy way to do it. And then the last thing I want to talk about is make sure you have a CRM. Okay. A CRM is really, really important to make sure that you can track client communications. And so on this one it's really simple. I think most of us at this point have heard of a CRM, but you need to some way to track the client communications. And if your current case management system has a CRM, great. 
Many do not, but your CRMs are going to allow you to automate a lot of those messages. They're going to allow you to track a lot of those messages. And so I highly recommend a CRM. So your action items for this one are to choose a platform. If you don't have one, if you do have one, you're not using it, start using it. And then to tr the next part is to train your team to use it effectively. That's the other thing is if you, if you've got one, if you got, if and you've not trained your team to use it, what's the point of having it? So that is a really, really important one. And then I, I skipped my action steps for the milestone call. So I'm going to talk about that too. So with the, with the milestone calls, I want you to identify the key case milestones for your case, and then find a way to incorporate that into your processes. And maybe it's as simple as using a calendaring software, you know, Google, whatever, to schedule certain days that you're going to call clients. Because maybe you've got a really small caseload and there's a buddy of mine, he's a realtor, he does gas calls. So he has significantly like less cases than than I do and probably what many attorneys do. They're not cases, right? They're, they've got people that they you know show houses to. They've got people that they represent that they're finding houses and they just, you know, gas calls. You can look up what that actually means, but give a shit calls, I guess I'll go ahead and tell you. But the... On Fridays, he'll call and just you know, he'll say, you know, good news, no news, bad news is what it is. So he tells them good news, you know, hey, you're, I found you a house or I found you a few different houses to look at. Or, you know, bad news, you know, I, unfortunately, the house that you were looking at, it sold. Or, hey, just so you know, I've had a really busy week. So no news. I've got nothing for you, but I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll make sure I get something to you by next week. Right. So I'm not saying do that every Friday. I'm just saying schedule in something. Uh, that way you've got some sort of process for it. All right, so let's wrap things up. So just in short, you need to elevate your client communication game. It is so, so important to making sure that you are educating your clients and you're really, it, ultimately what it comes down to is getting more referrals, making sure you're getting more Google reviews, and then which ultimately what they do is they those lead to more revenue for your law firm, which is what we're all looking for. Higher revenues, higher profits. That's big. All right. So stay tuned to our next episode. Until then, remember that consistent action is the blueprint that turns your goals into reality. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your hosts and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.